0: Welcome, to Stupid or Irresponsible, episode 14. I think we're on today. I am Justin Shelley, CEO of Master Computing. And I'm Joe Milo, CIO of Master Computing. CEO, CIO. Just, just the big a big whiz. I don't know if it means anything. No. Uh, Joe, we've kind of gotten into a habit recently, anyway, starting off with something interesting that happened to us this week. You been up to anything fun, exciting, different?
1: Uh, Different for sure. Uh, I've been diving into CMMC framework. Are you excited about that for the SPRS for the DOD? Oh, man. All these
0: acronyms are just getting me really
1: excited. Yeah. No, yeah. It really (laughs) brings me, yeah. So this is basically a new PCI stuff for uh, Department of Defense contracts, contractor vendors and that kind of stuff. Nothing really exciting there. A lot of yeah. pencil pushing, a lot of paperwork. Sounds like it. Yeah,
0: good stuff. Stuff that makes me glass over. What yeah. about in your personal life? I mean, something good going on at home? I mean, Uh well, uh, we got a new house. So, a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of moving in. A lot of, a lot
1: of. Plumbing and building new stuff. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of getting my hands dirty. Yeah. I
0: don't envy you there.
1: Good stuff. Uh, it's fun right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, not it's long as
0: yeah. long as it stays fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> gets... Fixing broken stuff in the middle of the night, not so fun. <laughs> no. But putting a new this or a new that in there is,
0: that's uh, true. It's fun to me.
1: That's true. Yeah. Novelty hadn't worn out
0: yet. And that's when it becomes unfun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's no longer new, no longer exciting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so here for me, I, uh, Most exciting thing that happened to me last week is I got stood up for a podcast interview. A podcast? Oh, yeah. I had somebody reach out. Like, I had a talent agent actually reach out to me on LinkedIn, and she's a scout for podcast guests. And she hooked me up with one. I did all the the paperwork, and they've got a really cool process. They're emailing me all these videos on which uh, podcast is this? And I can't say that online out loud. Uh, I I, it, I don't remember. It's another business. I mean, it's kind of similar to what we do. Okay. So cool. I thought it was kind of cool, a little got bit of you. synergy going on. Sure. And they're actually a coach. It's a business coach for the. Um, EO, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. EOS, sorry. EOS, yeah. Yeah, so I was kind of intrigued by it, you know? And the guy lives here in the Dallas Metro and runs a business. And I showed up for our little pre-podcast interview, and uh, the link was bad. So I emailed him, I'm like, hey, uh, what up? I haven't heard back. So. <laughs> like, well, maybe I got scammed. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they got from me. But either way, that fell through. But uh, that's okay. I've got another one coming up soon too. So you, kinda, a, you got a couple podcasts. I'm kind of getting into the podcasting yeah. scene. Yeah. I mean, I run three pro- podcasts, counting this one. You want to plug them? Uh, yeah. I mean, we've got DFW Rock Stars. Uh, that one's kind of fun. That is where kind of like the guy that reached out to me. I go out and interview other business owners or executives or whatever people in the business community and just talk to them about the cool stuff they do so that one's kind of fun and then the other one it's just sheer craziness me and a buddy we just it's debaucherous i don't know that i want to plug that from a business perspective but, uh yeah i mean if you want to know uh the raw and unfiltered justin shelley you'd go to reprobate stew go ahead and google that or, or hit it up on spotify whatever so but no I'm, I'm enjoying the podcasting world it's a lot of fun and you know it's like we've mentioned before, it is sharpening us as we sit week after week and talk about security. You and I, right? I <laughs> mean, we we learn from our own uh,
1: yeah research a, yeah, and whatever kind of like an eagle's eye out. It's kind of it's yeah.
0: interesting. Yeah,
1: how I pick up on some stuff that I normally wouldn't. Yeah, doing this kind of stuff. Absolutely. I think we've talked about you know we kind of preach about a lot of things, but you know, do as I say, not what I do, kind of right. stuff. Right.
0: So I mean, we've been guilty of that from time to sure. time. Yeah. You know, I think most humans are <laughs> maybe uh, maybe we're giving something away i don't know uh we're not perfect guys um although we speak for yourself well i was gonna say we're coming damn close to it these days as far as security goes there's just not leaving a lot of stones unturned or, or whatever that saying is so all right well let's uh let's kind of dig in joe we've uh we got to remind people about the name of this podcast and I, I mean i already introduced us stupid or irresponsible joe why do we call it that
1: um, I think it started with an ad campaign or a marketing campaign. Are you being stupid by not uh, securing your network infrastructure, or are you being irresponsible?
0: Yeah, when when you get hit, when you get breached, are they going to call you stupid or just irresponsible? But either way, they're dragging you through the mud. All right. You know, and it, it kind of – yeah, I have mentioned this before, too, but we used to go on this – So here's the thing. I just got to say this out loud. This is one of the few criminal behaviors that I'm aware of in the good old United States of America where the victim of the crime is the one that gets prosecuted. It's kind of messed up.
1: That is a good point. It's really
0: kind of messed up. And so I got on this bandwagon of, oh, we're all poor victims. And so as a company, we're going to go out and we're going to do what we can to help people out. We're going to give you some free tools. We're going to coach you through some things. No charge whatsoever. Uh, And and that became such a struggle to get people to even do these basics that were free of charge. Uh, You know, maybe they thought there were strings attached. I don't know. But I'm just like, well, oh, first, screw this. I'm, I'm tired of defending people as victims. And now I'm kind of taking the standpoint that if you aren't doing these basic security measures, if this isn't something that you're paying attention to, screw it, you're just stupid. <laughs> you know, maybe you deserve it. That's not true. But like, we've got to do better, right? We've got Definitely, to do better. And 100%. so where we were just kind of coddling people, holding hands, giving hugs. Um, no, if you're not doing it, you're just stupid. <laughs> so and, and you're going to go out of business. Like, the bottom line is, if people aren't taking this seriously as a business, they'll end up out of business. That's the way this is going. Yeah. Right? Agreed? Oh, yeah, 100%. So, okay. So, there we go. That's the title of the show. Um, Joe, we've uh, we've introduced a new kind of mini-segment, the Stupid Update. Do we have any stupid updates? Do you have any stupid updates?
1: Uh, from the recent podcast, I just checked it out. There wasn't really anything we were going to follow up on, necessarily.
0: Okay. Um, meh, nah. Okay. Well, good. Cause I do, I've got one. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and you know, as we kind of devolve or devolve, whoops, uh, evil. <laughs> well, as we kind of develop the podcast, okay. the, the format, you know, cause we've made some recent tweaks to it. And we decided we're going to do the stupid update Stay tuned for the dancing monkey. It's coming coming soon. soon. Uh, He's outside, pounding (laughs) on the door. Um, You know, what is a stupid update? And really, I'm looking for people that are doing stupid things that we can learn from. All all of this is just, we want to learn. We want to learn from people's mistakes. So, Joe, I've got a stupid update. All right. And you're looking at him. Uh Uh-oh. I am the stupid one this week. I got hit. I mean, I I clicked on a stupid email that came through that was... uh, (laughs) Nefarious in nature. And it's the same thing we'd broken down. Yeah. I didn't already talk about this, did I? I no, don't know. No, I no, prep no. for so much stuff that I forget what I talked about. <laughs> um, I, no, yeah. I mean, we, we broke down just one or two episodes ago the phishing the scams that are just outrageous. Fully rampant. Everywhere. Yeah. Yep. And a couple of our clients have actually fallen victim to it. And we've had to get after them about getting the training done and, you know, taking some measures that we've been pushing that they hadn't really been taken seriously. Yeah. So here I am, the CEO of a cybersecurity firm, Master Computing, and I get this email, and the subject is check number. I mean, they got me, man. It's money. It's money. <laughs> I love money. So yeah. check number 01328. And I hope, I mean, I just, it was, I opened the email. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have, right there. I- shouldn't be admitting this on. Well, let's
1: start here. Uh, We have like three different spam filters that thing's got to go through, but that got to your mailbox. It got through.
0: So this actually, it came just like we'd broken down before. This came from somebody who I'm acquainted with through email and their email account was breached. And they weren't weren't, uh, faking their email. They weren't spoofing. No, no. This is a legitimate from them, from their domain. They got hacked and that hacker sent me an email from their account. Gotcha with a check number in the subject line and an image of a check that is small enough that you can't really see it. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And I click on it. And now Uh. there we go. There's the portal to log into Microsoft (laughs) so that I can download this image. Now, (laughs) luckily, we've been breaking this down. We've been talking about it. Um, At that moment, after I was done just kicking my own ass for being dumb enough to click on the thing (laughs) in the first place. I mean, I shut it down, no harm, no foul. But it could have been just as easily a link that I clicked that downloaded yeah. malicious payloads. Yep. Luckily it wasn't. So stupid move, <laughs> stupid move. Uh, live to tell about it. Live another day. Uh, so that's it. That's what I've got for an update. We're going to move on to our productivity tip, our security tip. Joe, we are talking about firewalls today. And the title's kind of interesting. Your firewall is useless. That's right. So start, Joe. Break it down for people. What's a firewall? So firewalls,
1: it's a device that kind of acts like the security cop, right? That watches over like your network. Um, this is going to be like at the very end of your network, uh, logically and literally, um, everything, every internet activity that happens within an organization a building your house, you name it goes through this thing is basically that's the, that's the cop that's watching everything that's going back and forth. um, the deal is though that your firewall is completely useless if it's not set up, if it's not maintained properly, if it's not. You can buy the most top of the line firewall. Uh, you might also hear the word router. That's that's kind of street lingo, but really this is a router plus. Yeah. It routes traffic plus it does. It's some.
0: actually kind of a firewall plus if we're getting nitpicky, right? Because it's more than just a firewall <laughs> well, too. I,
1: but the technical jargon now is UTM. People love these right. stupid uh, know, acronyms. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because so, it does more. Whatever. Right. <laughs> Basically, it's just the cop. It's making sure that only the good stuff comes in. I like thinking of him as like a bouncer at
0: a club. There you go. Yeah. You know, you show yeah. up and you're like, no, I'm on the list. Really, check it. Dude, <laughs> you're not on the list. Get the hell out of here. Is there, right? no, is there a story to this? Do we no. Need a, no? no. No personal? Not no. one that we are going to put on the
1: air. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see Justin with the fro hanging out. <laughs> You know, he's got his gold chain, his shirt's kind of tucked out, you know. Uh, again, Chester. that's not going to be on the air. No? Not, uh, <laughs> this
0: is an audio show anyway, so it wouldn't well, matter. Yeah, there you go, yeah. As I look After up the our cameras. podcast, I'm late, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we do record <laughs> these. Yeah, we if got y'all are interested in seeing what our
0: ugly faces look like, <laughs> mastercompeting.com slash what? Podcast, I imagine? Uh, just go to the website and then go under under MC Academy. There you go. That's where they're listed. Okay. Or just hit spotify Well no you're looking for video if you want the video yeah you got to go to our website and look for podcasts you'll find (laughs) it it's not hard to find I have I have faith in people they can
1: find it (laughs) anyway speaking of bouncers here yeah we got this bouncer firewall let's say we pay the biggest meanest baddest dude in the world to come watch the front door but we don't give him any rules right yeah maybe we say just let everybody in uh, well, now you got the riffraff coming in. Or you got the...
0: don't let people in I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how some of them are set up. Well, honestly. basically, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You got this basic, yeah. We don't, yeah. Just be. I want to be.
0: Secure. Look for bad stuff.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't really know what the hell that means. And so yeah. it has some stock thing, and maybe five years ago that made you know that was maybe the top of the line bouncer, uh, but you know age has kind of cracked him down. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. he's fallen into hard times, and he's not paying as close attention anymore. You know, that the thugs have gotten a lot smarter.
0: Or we could go with we quit paying him, and he's yeah. still there for some reason. Yeah. But he's he's not doing he's his job. He's just hanging out. Because yeah. that's actually what happens with the firewall, right? People buy it. Usually they come with a security subscription of some sort. Yeah. That subscription runs out. Yeah. There's nobody watching it. No, yeah. Nobody knows that the firewall is not doing anything. It looks good sitting there. (laughs) Precisely. But
1: all the bad guys are coming in. None of the good stuff's going out. You got all kinds of problems. So it's worthless. Like, what's the point? Why even spend the money in the first place if you're not going to maintain it? You're not going to get it set up properly. Um, Keep it patched. These things are always fine. Hackers are always looking for the biggest vulnerability. And then once they get... This is basically your front door. If they get in through your front door... They've got full access to all your bedrooms. Right. So making sure that it's uh, up to date, that it's got the newest patches, it's got the newest updates, it's set up correctly. You've got the right filtering engine. You've got the right... You're blocking the right things you've only got you know you've got a vpn connection to your corporate office if that firewall is vulnerable then everybody else that has access to that which could be a hacker especially if you hadn't paid them in a couple years (laughs) (laughs) now they have now they got the front door to your your office right into the yeah the keys of the castle it's wild so i i've just noticed that a lot uh, a lot of residentials uh even even professional uh, entities and commercial buildings and stuff somebody set them up long ago and those guys are long gone, and that firewall is just sitting there like a, you know, <laughs> an unpaid, over, over overweight uh, bouncer.
0: Well, I know we've beat this horse to death, but as we've done this mass migration to work from home, and when people get to their home, they get their computer set up. The first thing you have to do is set up a VPN so they can get back into the corporate network or, yeah. you know, the office to get on their, you know, files and remote access or whatever, and... Rarely do they look at the firewall that's sitting at that user's home.
1: Yeah, it blows me away how much money the, uh, a lot of companies will spend to make sure their office is totally secure and then they give a VPN to some somebody. Anybody. Anybody, yeah.
0: Home users, yeah. vendors, whatever, just it's wild. Poke a hole in the firewall just let whatever come right yeah. through there. You're buying the most expensive lock for your front door yeah. and then
1: giving everybody the key. It's
0: wild. So what's a guide to you, Joe? I mean, like, all right, we're going to play games, right? I I own this company. I don't know anything about technology, but I've got this fancy firewall and I've got some remote workers. How do I know if the firewall's doing its job or not? Well, get a professional, take a look at it. So you don't have a DIY trick for this one? There really isn't. Okay.
1: I mean, how do you, how do you fix your plumbing? You know, you call a plumber. (laughs) Right. No, this is one of true. those things. This is a firewall. This is something that somebody's got to stay at the, on the pulse. Somebody's got to know because hackers are every day. They're changing their game. Yeah. They're getting more advanced. They're getting higher end. Um,
0: we, but we do find a lot of people that they're tech savvy. Yeah. They do their own work, and maybe they do an okay job, and that probably is the worst false sense of security imaginable. I mean, it's it's like hiring your uncle to come do your plumbing. Yeah. Your plumbing broke. <laughs> uncle jimmy's you know he's... you've got to know your limits i yeah. mean listen so here's the thing i like to work on cars or at least i used to when i was younger but yeah. i i know the basics of working on cars yeah um my son has a 1986 firebird we just got a paint job on it we're kind of exciting and we're, and we're getting some work done well i started trying to do some work on this thing and i yeah, put in an air conditioner pump And uh, it worked for like a week. (laughs) What do you mean, the air conditioner or the car? Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm talking about the air conditioner right now. The AC pump um, that I installed, well, first of all, then we couldn't get the uh, refrigerant to load in properly. Took it into the shop. They fixed that for us. And now here we are, less than a year later, and we're having to have them rip it out, put in a new pump, do the whole thing all over again, and it's going to cost me $1,000. I should have just done it right the first time. So this is luckily just a car. Yeah. But when we start doing this kind of stuff with our businesses, like I said, we're we're it's Russian roulette because if something goes wrong here, it's not just that you go take it back into the shop and get it fixed. You, it's game over a lot of times. Yeah. Just game over. Yeah.
1: And not just for you, but like everybody in that corporation. Yeah. A lot of people involved with your
0: corporation kind of go down with you. Yeah. Your employees that you're responsible for financially. Now they're out of work and your clients, your customers, your patients, you know, whatever industry you're in, um, you're doing a disservice to them too. Like we just, again, it's stupid. If you're not paying attention to this stuff, sorry, man, you're just stupid. Yeah. It's, you can't play with it. Yeah. Just can't. So. Uh, yeah, hire a professional. Now, here's what we'll do, a shameless uh, self-promotion of Master Computing. Go to our website, mastercomputing.com slash discovery, and just book a 10-minute call with me, and I'll sit down and I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll know right off the bat if you have a serious problem or not. Now, we'll dig deeper if we need to, but, I mean, 10 minutes. Yeah. Let's let's just take a little bit of a look under the hood and find out where we are, at least take your temperature. So, um, All right, so that's good for firewalls, Joe. Any headlines? Anything uh, interesting in the news? Anything stupid in the news that we need to talk about? I uh, just had a couple notes
1: here. Uh, particularly, we, we kind of already touched on it, but spam email campaigns, they're just going crazy. Yeah. And I I really couldn't find any articles that could kind of mention much more besides... Yeah, but like, you can
0: point across the table at me.
1: Well, I'm yeah. And, know, and not <laughs> just there, like all over the place. I, yeah. I, so I've been scouring uh, all of our clients' uh, spam filters, kind of seeing, you know, because... The fact that it got to your your mailbox, it just that intrigued me.
0: That it, is interesting because yeah. we've
1: got so many filters and so many blocks and stuff. But these guys are getting so smart. I mean, so the latest thing they've been doing is having a website where it's just a link. There's no malicious payloads. There's no anything. All it is is a redirect. You yes. can't make hyperlinks, uh, you know, a, a warning flag for your your spam filter. Not Otherwise, for
0: every link, yeah.
1: Well, you can't, yeah, because I mean, half of the world uses in their signature. They have a link to their Facebook or right, their right. website, you name it. So the fact, and, and a lot of this times, uh, these are like legitimate links. Maybe it's a OneDrive or maybe it's right. a, you know, and then you go to the OneDrive and that's the actual fake. So it's been a breached OneDrive, you know, page or a OneDrive document that they make to look like a page. Really, it's just a credential steal or something like that. Right. asking you to log in. Exactly. So how do you, how do you fix that? How do you fix that? So it's, it's really down to user training. User training. training. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we've really been pushing that hard. And again, speaking to what I was talking about earlier, what I've been jumping into is uh, this um, CMMC, this Department of uh, Defense uh, contracting stuff. Um, they require it. It's part of like you cannot get a government contract anymore without having specific training itemized and listed out. That you yeah, can training
0: produce. plus an outside audit.
1: Yeah, precisely. So all... it
0: used to be with, with NIST, N-I-S-T, those yeah. regulations. You could kind of self-regulate same thing with HIPAA, actually. They can do a self-assessment if they want to. Right. Uh, it's not advisable, but they can get away with it yeah. as long as it's documented. But this one, CMMC, where you're talking about, yeah. no longer allowed. Yeah. And honestly, that's the way it should be. We've said before, we have people audit us. Yeah. Yeah, we have multiple third parties. Why in the hell ask. would you not want somebody else looking over your shoulder and checking your work on something like this? Yeah. Like, it's just crazy to not have <laughs> somebody else giving a second opinion, a third opinion, a fourth opinion. We can't mess this thing up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, that kind of brings me back. So I, I, I mentioned we had we recently just moved into a new house. We had uh, the people we were buying it from, they do their own um, investigation or what do you call that? and they come and assess it. Just an inspection? Insurance or, inspection, or, yeah. Okay. So they come and inspect it. Yeah, everything looked good. Well, it was the same guys that were with the builder. So we go hire oh. a third party. Go figure, we've got a laundry list of stuff oh, that that guy wow. didn't pick up or catch on purpose or They've not. they got you an know? inspector in their pocket. Yeah. Nice. Well, he works for them. It had the same, you know, he's with the same title oh. company, and they, they try to do the whole serbang, but.
0: Yeah, so that's like having your IT company come exactly. in and do an audit on themselves. Yeah. hey, let me go pat myself on the back for doing right. such a good job, because I know what I know. Right. <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. No. Shit. That's that's a that's a great analogy, Joe. <laughs> well, and it's it's why I won't let us be our own auditors. Yeah. I won't. We've got to have somebody else looking over our shoulders. Exactly. Constantly researching. Constantly studying. Constantly doing better. But even that's not enough. No. Yeah. I still want somebody else checking. Absolutely. My mouth. Even just from another angle. Just yeah. Take a look. Yeah. See if and it's... you know what? It's it's comforting when they come back and they don't find any egregious errors. Yeah. That's awesome, and that's usually the case. Sometimes they find some stuff that we can do better, right? which is actually, in my opinion, better because that means it is because
1: you know that they're doing something exactly. Yeah, right. They're not just yeah. filling out paperwork.
0: Yeah. So here again, I mean, ten minutes, guys. Just take take a meeting with me for ten minutes, and we can uh, at least do a, a a small assessment. This is not thorough by any means, but at least at least we can kind of see where we're at. Yeah. You know.
1: I really only had one other headline I wanted to talk about I found kind of interesting. So, just recently, some ransomware group, uh, they targeted a business Facebook account. Really? Um, So, they hacked into it and ran an ad campaign, basically just spreading this, like, malicious... So, the long story goes, so, this this malware group hacked uh, this Italian soda... Beverage distributor. Okay. Okay. And then the the beverage distributor on their Facebook page said, hey, no personal information was stolen. No data was stolen. All your accounts are safe, yada, yada. So then that same company goes and hacks this DJ over in like California, hacks his business commercial webpage and starts an ad campaign posted towards every visitor of that, that so, the soda dispenser and that locale. Really? Saying... There was definitely a breach. This, you know, there was definitely data stolen. All of your stuff is unsafe. Uh, these guys are the real deal. Yada yada yada. Wow. So racked up a bunch of bills off of this business account, all because he didn't have two FA on. Mm. Um, so they just, you know, <laughs> they reconned his, his, he didn't even know about it until he started getting, um, you know, there's like a $500 limit after so much money, you can set that limit in your business account. After you spend so much money on a ad campaign, it'll alert your email. Yeah. So he got this alert that, hey, you just hit your cap. Because all these people have been clicking on your ads, trying to read more. <laughs> so another another wow. reason, turn on two FA on literally everything you log into, because otherwise you don't know what people are getting into. They're doing some crazy stuff, and a lot of times uh, maybe you're not getting that alert that maybe they've been racking up all this yeah. all these dollars. Maybe they're buying a bunch of Steam cards at twenty bucks a piece, and your bank's not going to alert you, and you're not going to notice and Put 2FA on your things. Multi-factor authentication. Yeah, I was going to say, just in case they don't know what 2FA is. Yeah, multi-factor authentication. Every time you log in, maybe it sends it to your cell phone. That's usually the case. Maybe you have another device. Uh, yeah, sends I, you an
0: email. Well, so we're talking about Facebook. If I try to log into my Facebook account from a computer that's not recognized, then it'll, it'll hit my phone immediately with a, yeah. hey, first of all, it, it won't proceed, yeah. even with the right password. And then I get an alert on my phone saying, hey, was that you? You know what, I've I've noticed? I've
1: noticed that maybe that's in your personal life, but then a lot of businesses, like maybe you've got a couple people or three people that share, like maybe they work on social media all together and it's just too much of a hassle to turn on MFA because they've all got to log in and they don't want to, you know, send to a specific cell phone if if that person's not there. Um, I'm not talking about us, by the way. I'm just saying, in this scenario, Turn on two FA. Turn it on. Turn on multi-factor authentication.
0: Well, I know you're not talking about us, but I guarantee when we're done recording, I'm heading up to our marketing <laughs> team, and making sure they all have two FA on their Facebook accounts. <laughs> yeah, especially no, because here again, and I'll I'll admit it. I don't have a problem with this. This is something that's not on my checklist right now. Yeah. Two FA is all over our stuff. Yeah. But I don't know if it's on my marketing manager's personal Facebook account that she logs in t- exactly with. To manage our ads. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this is why we learned the guy. This is why we've got to stay in it and all on the time. Top, yeah. All the time. Yep.
1: I'm on the polls. Jeez. All right. What else you got, Joe? Or is that? Are you? Well, are you... I just want. You know what? I just want to hear your smart call to action here, Justin. That's.
0: Well, um, you know I can't support. help but uh, repeat this over and over and over. <laughs> uh, my smart lesson. We talk a lot about what's stupid, and we do it because. We all do stupid things from time to time. This is not meant to be offensive. It's just meant to get our attention. We all do stupid stuff, but we cannot afford to have our head in the sand. So what's stupid? Listen, it's... It's not taking me up on this offer. We can say that. It's the head in the sand approach. It's the, ah, I'll do it later. It's the, ah, maybe my marketing manager doesn't need to factor authentication on her Facebook account, Justin. Um, That's the stuff that's stupid. But what's smart, the call to action that we've got here is go to mastercomputing.com slash discovery. 10 minutes, we'll sit down. I'm going to ask you a few questions and I'm going to give you a report card right there on the spot. In 10 minutes, I can tell you hands down whether you're in danger or not. Now, we're going to probably find something. There are times when I've, I do meet with people and they're just like, they've got it dialed in and it's awesome. And I pat them on the back and I, I actually, Joe, this happened to me two weeks ago. I had a meeting with somebody. I asked them all the questions. They were dialed in. And I said, That's sir, awesome. my hat's off to you. Have a fantastic day. I have nothing to sell you right now, but let's stay in touch. Yeah. You know, it was a great meeting. It made me happy. It made me happy that I didn't have anything to sell this guy. It doesn't happen very often, but that (laughs) one happened. So um, I bet that made it feel pretty good. It it probably did. But, you know, my point in telling this story is that I'm not going to bullshit you. Yeah. I'm not just gonna take this meeting with you and spend 10 minutes out of my time to try to sell you something that you don't need. In fact, I'm gonna try to give you everything for free that I possibly can to start with, which includes end user training. It includes some t- sample documentation, uh, policies, procedures, things like that. You get that for free no matter what. Uh, but you know, if you do need a service, yes, I'm gonna try to sell you a service, but it's only because I'm trying to keep you in business. <laughs> I mean, there, there is that added bonus, so <laughs> like... I'm not a used car salesman here. Uh, anyway, so there it is. Mastercomputing.com slash discovery. 10-minute call. Uh, we'll give you a report card, let you know. Maybe you can sleep better tonight. Sounds great. All
1: right. Any All right, final guys. thoughts, Joe? No, that sounds good. I guess we ran out of time for the Dancing Monkey. It's a shame. Uh, maybe, maybe next, next week. Yeah. All right. <laughs> see you guys next week. All right. Take care.